Hi guys, hi everybody, I hope you are fine. And um, yeah, today's guest is Tona, he's from Mexico. He's a crazy young entrepreneur that opened his first coffee shop when he was in the first year of college. He's definitely the guy that loves his country and uh, likes to, to talk about Mexico. So yeah, I hope you enjoy this conversation with him and um, yeah, let's get started. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Let's meet the world, but you have to stay home. Listen this show about things you might not know. Badum badum, 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 Thank you. Thank you very much for, for being here. It's a, it's a pleasure to have a Mexican guy like you here in this podcast. <laughs> Joe, the pleasure is mine. I love to be here. I feel yeah. honored to be here. <laughs> appreciate you think about me when you think about Mexico. Appreciate so Appreciate amazing. the issue with the uh, United States. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what can you tell me about that issue? What, I mean, as a Mexican... What uh, Mexicans think about United States? Well, me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of United States. And I think there's always a rivalry between uh, Mexico and United States. Because, first of all, we are pretty near. Mm. And they are a powerful country. And we are kind of dependent on, on them. So it's kind of my, my pride. It's damaged when we talk about, when we talk about United States. But and when you yeah, mention, like yeah, but when you mention dependence, what do you mean by dependence? Well, that like about 70% of what we trade is between United States. Oh, okay. So if something happened to the United States, we're pretty fucked. So, um, so in the end, the United States is, is uh, responsible for uh, Mexican GDP. Yeah, exactly. Well, kind of. Yeah, part of, of Mexican G- GDP is dependent on, on the transactions between the United States. And or it was until Trump came and made some arrangements with the NAFTA and all that stuff. So not and anymore. the things change uh, in Mexico because we start looking at other countries to trade, like China, for example. And yeah, it's pretty um, well. United States has a lot of power into Mexico because, well, they are basically buying everything out of us. So that is like a, but so- that mindset like um, spreads like across the population. So when they came to Mexico, because Mexico is beautiful and we have a lot of beautiful beaches and they love to be in Cancun. Beaches. Beaches, yeah, yeah, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) They came and they start thinking that we owe them and they start treating us like, we are the, the, the we we are the the their beaches, you know. Yeah, man. Well, that's that's 
that be that kind of behavior is not it's not that well acceptable but uh in other hand it's good it's good that they buy your goods and, and services yeah. you know yeah, so the the scenario is not completely negative i would say yeah and, and also I, I cannot generalize like every american citizen is like that but yeah like in general i think they have a little a little bit of they feel like they're the biggest guys in the world yeah but so. that's that's not only with mexico they don't even no, know, know. No, no, but yeah. like a lot of americans they think like portugal is part of spain and <laughs> those kind of, you know. yeah i know i know it's 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 kind of of difficult for them to to open to the world you know yeah. but the, the thing is that because we are really close and because we're really dependent on them they have this like feeling of superiority you know yeah but i don't like that i hate that and of course yes that's um yeah well but at least they, they buy our goods and services that's that's not that's not a... yeah and 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 you know at the end the good thing about this is that in recent years this kind of of uh closeness of america show show showed us that there is another path so in mexico there was with the with uh, trump getting the, into power in mexico there was a big big change in the mindset of the mexicans because people start realizing that america is not the best of everything and that mexico has a lot to offer yeah and, yeah man. that's that's good that's good yeah and, and and well i kind of i'm i try to be an ambassador of that mindset and I try to to tell all the the outside people I I met that Mexico is great and Mexico has a lot of things to offer and we have the best tequila. Well, did you know <laughs> the tequila, bro? The tequila. <laughs> did you know that to, in order to be called tequila, it has to be produced in Mexico in tequila. Really? City? Yeah. So because it's the same as champagne, right? Champagne is yeah. produced in exactly. France, and everything else, it's it has a different name. It's not yeah, champagne. Exactly. It's like that. I didn't know and, that. And I I don't know if a lot of people know, but actually there is a city in in Jalisco that is called Tequila. And if you go, if you if you ever go there, you will be drinking tequila like all day, without stopping. And for free, because for you can free? go, yeah, because you can go to these like kind of museums where they show you how tequila is made, and they offer you a taste of that tequila. And then after after twelve museums, you're like you are you are completely yeah. you don't know where you are. You don't know if you are in Mexico yeah, yeah, yeah. or in the United States. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that looks so interesting. I mean. You have tequila, you have good uh, landscapes, you have good beaches. Um, and the food, the food is the best. Oh, yeah, tacos, right? Yeah, yeah. The tacos. And I want, I want to, to take advantage of this moment to make a, yep. a yeah. recommendation to, to all of those people that are hearing us. Don't, if you are not used to spicy food, please don't eat mole. Because Believe me, you will stay all your trip in Mexico. You will stay in the toilet. How do you say it again? A uh, mole. 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 
yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's man, it, it's worth it. <laughs> really, it's worth it. It's, it's worth, worth it. Spend one week in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. To <laughs> test, to <laughs> test. <Yeah. something. laughs> but you have to be conscious that you will be in the toilet all time. Okay, maybe maybe do it in the last day before leaving Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, fuck it. I will be back to to your home country. Mm. Yeah, but we have amazing stuff. Yeah, you have. Yeah, let's talk about tacos. So. Uh, I I remember tacos. Yeah, let's talk uh, about tacos. Tacos, every, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, European talk about tacos. Bro, I want to learn about tacos. and tequila and tequila more. Maybe more about tequila than tacos. But tacos, I think is you have an interesting thing that you sell tacos in like I, I would say like in every corner in Mexico there is a taco shop. Yeah, it's it's street food. Yes, exactly. And how much euros you can buy a taco? Well, if you if you if you buy it in euros, it would be like less than a euro, more or less. Like fifty cents. Like fifty fifty cents to seventy cents, more or less. And how much that same taco would cost in in Barcelona? Um, I the time I was there, I paid like uh, three euros, two euros. Shit, bro, you have. Yeah. Ship tequila, you have tacos, you have uh, ship tacos, you yeah. have, bro, that's it's heaven, it's heaven, it's paradise. Paradise, it looks yeah. like paradise. And yeah, I told you, that's why, that's why America travel uh, like a lot to, to Mexico, because they, they pay in, in dollars. It's not just America, I think Mexico is in, in the top, I, I'm not sure about yeah. this data, but is in the top five or ten countries visited. Uh, yeah, we have, a, we, have, we have amazing tourism in Mexico. We have, we have these like Mayans, Mayans, uh, Mayans uh, pyramids, and we have a... Chinchen Itza, right? Chinchen Itza, yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you we say it? How do you say it? Chinchen Itza. Chinchen Itza? I say Chinchen Itza. Chinchen Itza. Chinchen Itza. Chinchen Itza. Yeah. That thing, that thing, that pyramid uh, built by the Mayans—it's it, in one of the world, uh, like yeah. how do you say, like seven world wonders. Yeah, yeah, it's really it, it's something. another one near the city, actually, like one hour and a half away from the city, that is called Teotihuacan. And it's like a pyramid as well. Yeah, it's also a pyramid, and they, actually there are three pyramids. And one is of the sun, one is of the moon, and the other one I don't remember. And yeah, they're pretty big, and it's amazing. Really, it's, it's no, they are they're really really beautiful. Like there there is a I I don't know how to say it in English like Riviera Maya. So it's like yeah, a, Riviera Maya. It's, yeah, it's a zone where you can see a lot of things about Mayas, a lot of tourists. Yeah, all that part actually that part it's just Mexico has a lot of things to offer because. The more uh, like uh, trendy part is like the, that part of Rivera Maya, Tulum, Cancun, all of that. Part. That is like well, Cancun is kind of party every day, you know, like you like party nonstop. I wanted to go there afterwards. That's, <laughs> yeah, it's completely that's, that's another level of <laughs> right. That's what everyone is saying. But the thing is that we have Chiapas. We have. Uh, inside Chiapas, there is San Cristobal de las Casas. That is like a pretty amazing place to travel. It's like really cozy, and there you have like uh, cenotes, and there is like a 
there uh, if there's a big hole of guacamayas but that you can Tono, guacamayas. What, what, what is what is exactly that i i don't what, know what the names the, the names that you are calling ah okay it's it's called uh, san cristobal de las casas it's in chiapas chiapas is the state bro sorry to interrupt you but i just realized that you cut your mustache <laughs> this will not appear but I just realized you cut your mustache. Oh my god, man. Uh, a Mexican. A I have a baby face now. Yeah, yeah. I was I, like I looking at you and see like there is something different with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> now I just realized. I don't look like Mexican anymore. You are the, I, I look more like a Mexican than you do now. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, go on, go on. <laughs> no, actually, Mexican people have amazing mustaches, eh? Emiliano Zapata. Look, his mustache is amazing. Why, why, yeah. why, why, why so? Why amazing? What, what are the characteristics of a good mustache? Uh, man, it's like the perfect char characteristics for a perfect mustache. Big, black, and curly in the end. <laughs> man, amazing. But you can actually, when you see his face, you can imagine him in a cantina with a shot of tequila with his gun in the table. Ah, the gun, of course. The sombrero, with the boots. <laughs> sombrero. <laughs> not giving a fuck about life. You know? Yeah, drinking tequila with a gun and a sombrero. And then shooting to the, to the sky and saying like, cabrón, dame otro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro, but just a, just a question. You guys still use those sombreros, those, those big hats? By the way, for those who don't know what the sombrero is, is those classic Mexican uh, big hats uh, that make a, um, a big, like, let's say, shadow over you, so to protect you from the sun. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, well, that, uh, we don't use sombreros in Mexico. You don't, you don't use it anymore? Like, we just, no, we're like, if you want to dress like Mexican, you, you, you use sombreros, you know? But the thing is that the only people that use sombreros are, are mariachis. That yeah. are the people. Mariachis are like a group band, you know? Imagine a group band that, that, that uh, sings uh, mariachi songs, like, you know? All mariachi songs. Ah, so the, that those guys that have like guitars and sing. And the trumpet, the trumpet, and they ah, sing. And they yeah, yeah. With boots. All that go, those guys are called mariachis. Right. So they are the ones that use it. Also charros. Charros is like the Mexican um, um, version of a cowboy. Like right. a cowboy, charro. Yeah, it's that kind of guy with the gun and drinking tequila in the bar and yeah, yeah with exactly. the book. exactly that those guys those with guys the, are, also with the mustache yeah for sure the mustache and the horse and yeah <laughs> and the gun ah, we don't use guns anymore but uh, and the third person that the third the third the third type of person that uses sombrero <clears throat> are those Americans that celebrate, celebrate five, five, the, the 5th of May. Dia de los Muertos? No, man. 5th of May is the Batalla de Puebla. I, 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 okay, all right. And what 5th, is it about? In Mexico, 5th of May is, a, is the day of the La Batalla de Puebla. It's a shitty battle between France, I think, and Mexico that we won. 
and we celebrate that that battle. It's kind of shitty because we lost the war, actually. Okay, but, but why why Mexico had troubles with with France? Wait, I, that's another whole story because I, it was a part of a shitty thing. Okay, but, but it looks interesting. Like I didn't know that um, those Latin countries had issues with uh, France in the past. Yeah, it was it was a lot a long long time ago. But the thing is that that battle we won it, and we have that holiday in Mexico. But it it is not like really big holiday. And the thing is that in America, it's the biggest holiday of Mexicans in the United States. Like they celebrate it like it is uh, Independence Day. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. But in in like it it's it's like like a holiday also in america where they dress like like uh mexicans and they drink a lot of shitty tequila shitty tequila because they don't know the real tequila right yeah because they don't know the real tequila so because the real tequila you got to respect the real tequila right how tell uh, tell everyone how you how you teach me to to drink tequila well <laughs> no, why why don't you explain us now that you know okay i can i can try but i think you are uh you know better so we need to respect the tequila right yeah we, yeah for sure Good otherwise tequila. if we don't respect the tequila tequila will kill us right yeah 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 okay. first so, so we need to like put the tequila in the glass yeah and we need to say something to tequila i don't remember exactly what like you have to share it with passion you have ah. to see the tequila okay appreciate the tequila okay so in the tequila okay so i look at the tequila with passion and happiness and respect yeah, yeah. and then i drink it right no 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 no, no? no. you think you think you 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 think the mexicans to provide us with this amazing elixir okay and then you after you think then you can drink it okay so first i really understand it go deep in the philosophy of tequila uh, be grateful for the exactly and after everything i can drink it perfect the first glass just a sip just a sip okay just a Most sip because the first sip is it is it is really like uh, strong and it hurts your mouth and your throat all right so the first the first sip is just for you to get used to the the flavor the the spicy flavor of mexican elixir and art and <laughs> after that first sip <laughs> then you can continue with the shot and then we from the bottle a few hours yeah. later no 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 because you have to respect it bro but i think you still respect it uh, you guys i oh, think you guys in mexico like drink from the bottle <laughs> i don't know I... Well, yeah we 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 are sustain we, we have a sustainable mindset you know <laughs> water or plastic so we drink directly from the bottle exactly you don't waste um plastic in in glasses yeah, yeah. And, and everything no. so that's why you drink from the bottle exactly like the cuts bro that's the mexican way of drinking tequila sounds 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 good 
Sounds yeah, you good. should try it. When they... I, I, yeah, definitely. I, I have been to Mexico a long time ago, but <laughs> now I think I will come back with a different perspective. Let, 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 me, let me guess where you've been. You know it. You might, well, everyone, everyone goes there. Cancun. Everyone goes there. Cancun. Uh, yeah, and Riviera Maya and so on. Yeah. And yeah, now... Many people... Everyone goes there. Everyone goes yeah. there. It's super tourist. It's normal. It's, it's how... And it's good for you. You get revenues. You get, get healthy. You get happier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For uh, sure. But we have, we have like, uh, more to offer, you know? I know. You guys have, like, I don't know. But Mexico should be the size of Portugal, Spain, Germany, I, France, Alcubain, right? Yeah, actually, I have a random fact that <clears throat> just the city, uh, Mexico City, mm -hmm. their territory is a thousand and five hundred and eighty-five square kilometers. Just the city, so one thousand and a half kilometers. And I'm not we, visualizing it perfectly, but how many people? Okay, I will. I will to to, to for to help you to visualize it. It's ten times bigger than Barcelona. Shit. And how many people? We are eighty thousand. No, eight million. Sorry, eight million. Well, almost nine million Mexicans living in the city. So for you, Barcelona is like a village, small village. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's like a village. Yeah. My God, man, that's. And and you also have quality in, in the city. It's not it's not how it is in the movies, like no, it's city buildings and so on. It's because the thing with Me with Mexico is that we have really bad reputation in the outside world, and also I think Mexico is really polarized. So you have a lot of wealthness and a lot of rich guys, and you have a lot of poor, really poor guys living with less than a euro a day. So yeah. how to manage, how is managed that, that, um, that healthy? Well, it, it's not managed actually. Like we call it the perfect dictatorship because all the Mexicans think that they are living in a democracy. Meanwhile, they are being used in a perfect system where the guys become more rich and the poor guys become more poor and it doesn't matter that there are like actual studies where they measure how difficult it is for a poor guy getting out of being poor and it's amazing like poor families cannot be cannot go out of poor uh, of that poor zone or poor part of the of the population in three generations. So it doesn't matter what you do, three generations cannot like go out of the poorness, you know? Yeah, so let's say in order to become, so you're born poor in, in Mexico. Well, let's say what will be your biggest challenge? Maybe education will be one of yeah, them. Yeah, for sure, it's, it's a cycle, it's a cycle. If you, if you are born poor, it's almost impossible to go out of being poor. Because yeah, but, okay, I'm yeah, but my point is how I mean I'm visualizing how can we get how can you go out of, of 
of, of to be a partners. You need to be educated. You need exactly. to be educated. And to be educated, you don't have those public school, uh, schools how it is in Portugal, for example. You need to no. pay for education, right? Yeah, that's that. That was uh, I was saying that actually because yeah, you are right. When you want to be uh, when you want to go out of being poor, you need to know things. You need to know stuff. You need to know that you are being used uh, by the government. And the thing is that the public schools in Mexico, from uh, first levels like primary, secondary, like basic education levels are really, really, really shit. Like, they are the worst thing ever. And the thing is that if you are born poor, you will go to a public school because private schools cost a lot of money. So well, you are not going how, to- what are you, how, how much are we talking about? Well, for imagine basic education, uh, I cannot make like the calculations, it's like, um, you don't know okay university university uh, in the uh, private university in, in in mexico well in in really in the best universities like in the, like the average cost of a of a good good college is about um a year is about 20000 euros more or less yeah that's not easy to get no it's like no it's it's and yeah, do Mexicans ask for loans? Do Mexicans ask for loans or do they have the money? The thing is, uh, for the ones that go to that schools, normally they have the money. Right. But there are really nice schools that foment that education in, 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 in the country and gives a lot of scholarships to those that cannot afford that's college. good that's that's, that's thing, a beginning yeah that's that's an opportunity you know that's an exactly. opportunity for poor guys going to poor the thing is to it's really 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 difficult to obtain that scholarship because you are competing with a lot of people so you have to be if you want to go out of poor you really have to to be better and the best of a lot of people you know because yeah. There is another school that is public that is called UNAM that's really famous and are actually is the best of, of Latin America and it's public. The thing is that to be there in that, um, in that uh, school, you need to make a lot of exams to prepare yourself like really, really hard. So it's the same, you know, you get into that yeah. cycle. I'm I'm getting it's um, yeah okay so um, since it's uh, you have this kind of uh, diversity between uh, classes as as well in a lot of countries in in South America um, how it is to do business in Mexico tell me Tona how it is to do business in Mexico you you well, work on a coffee shop first of all to make business in Mexico you have to be Mexican. Why, why I cannot I cannot do business in Mexico and I'm, since I'm from Portugal. You, if I will tell you, if you don't know a Mexican that will help you to make business, two things will happen. First of all, Mexicans love European and love outsiders. They really love them. If you are Europe, if you say you are European, 
they will start kissing you almost, you know? Yeah, I realized that in, in, South, in South America. <laughs> yeah, in Mexico. I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. In business, in business, if you, if you see an outsider, Mexicans take advantage of that and they, they don't do uh, really fair businesses, you know? So, for example, if you want to make a business, men in the, in the things that they sell, like in the, like they people- put three in, times more the price. If you're blonde, they will, it doesn't matter if you're not European, if you're blonde, you, they will sell it three times or four times. Damn. Yeah. So, so you need to be, you need to negotiate everything all the time, let's say. Yeah, yeah, we, we are pretty good negotiators. So, so yeah, you need to negotiate all the time, everything. So yeah, it's, it, maybe you, you will be really good accepted or really well accepted in Mexico, but they will take advantage of you if you don't know how to make businesses in Mexico. And <clears throat> well, that, if you think about it, it's normal because we are kind of, oppressed you need to look like a local uh, basically yeah you, you need to look like a local or to know a local you know and act like a, octal, a local maybe because yeah. if someone asks you three times more the, for the price you need to like say like yeah to go to help you know? or, or yeah, exactly 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 but that's that's the way i i i i i live that in, in not in mexico but in in south um, in south america um they knew from the first time that I was from, uh, for example, in Colombia, they knew for when they saw me that I was not from Colombia and they charged me like three, four, six times more the price. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, you need to negotiate. Otherwise, they, they, don't, they don't care about you. They will sell it five, yeah, five yeah. times. And that's nothing like... They, do it, they will do it for sure. Yeah, and here in, in, let's say, in Barcelona, those, those things, you never seen, like you don't negotiate nothing nothing no for sure it's 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 a way of doing things, it's the price know? and that's that's it yeah yeah so you have to be careful but if you are able to make business in mexico i think it's the best opportunity you will ever have you know because after you can make business in mexico we have a lot a lot of money flo floating around flying around because as I told you before, the, the, the country is really polarized. So a lot of people has, doesn't have uh, money, but a lot of many people, a lot, a lot of people have a lot of money flying around and not knowing what to do with that money. So if you know how to do it, you will for sure find a way to, to get that money in your hands. Got it. So, but the thing is that, yeah, if you if, you, if but, you are not conscious and not ethic about this, you can help to make that cycle around, you know, making rich guys more rich and poor guys more poor. So, so let's say, which, which kind of business? Because, because like, Mexico, a couple of years ago, the richest guy in the world was from Mexico. And, uh, yeah, as you Carlos said, is yeah, and th there, is, there is a lot of healthy and, 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 and money flowing in, in Mexico, but I'm not imagining how exactly which kind of service of products uh, are, are, well, most common and to, be, to have success in, in Mexico. Well, I think the, bit of, the beautiful thing about developing countries is that 
you have a lot of problems, a lot of problems to solve, a lot of necessities. Yeah. So if you dig around really good, you will for sure find one problem that is, it hasn't been solved. And we are a lot of Mexicans. So a lot of Mexicans need, uh, that need that uh, prob problem solved. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you join that, those things, you, you find in the way, you know? Exactly. The, thir the third way is that you have to make a good business with government because as Carlos Slim did, they have, they become a monopoly in telecommunications with the help of the government. That is, that now it's more regulated, but in those times, it was almost impossible to compete with Telcel or those companies of telecommunications that Carlos Slim owned because, yeah, the government support him, you know? So what you are telling me here is that there is always some money under the table. Um, yeah, you can say it this way. Uh, it's not on my concern, but Mexicans, more than the money under the table, is that Mexicans value a lot relationships. So if you have a really good relationship with the guy that is in the top in the government or in politics, you for sure will have that uh, deal, you know? Yeah. So if you were one of the, the lucky people that study in a really good school in Mexico, and then you met the, the son of a politician that for sure will become a politician himself, you will grow and you will know that guy because he was your friend in basic education. And then you will make a deal with that guy and then you will be part of the same sphere of richness. You know? so, yeah, so, eh? sorry? Networking. Yeah, networking at the most, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's why it's a perfect dictatorship because no matter what, rich people for sure will become rich because you are in the sphere and you are, you are living with them, you are socializing with them, you are, you know? Yeah. So if, you, if you're part of that sphere, you will, for sure will continue. I was, I was thinking well and imagining because it can be frustrating for, for those that are um, uh, born uh, poor and, and, and Man, you, know, you don't have idea. Even though uh, my country has a lot of problems, we don't have that one. Yeah, it's, it must be, locally, locally, I'm not part of that uh, sphere, but it must be a nightmare for sure. I don't know. Yeah, we are talking about inequality and so on, but um, yeah, let's, let's change it. That's, that's so, such a, um, <laughs> let's say, well, it's a reality, but yeah. Oh yeah, but I, I understand it. You know, but. Pretty helpless. But, but what, what, I would, what I would like to say, just to finish that topic, is that there's, if you join that, that part of, of having necessities in Mexico, and then you, you join also that, that ethic part of, of, of wanting to, to make an impact on society, if you mix those things, you will get something that is called social company. And the social company, it's the new way of making an impact in society, meanwhile, profiting out of this. 
Yeah, basically, yeah, basically what you are saying is that you, you create a company that has the goal of being profitable as any, any company else, but at the same time, their goal is also helping the, uh, those social problems, helping resolving those social problems. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, as I told you, it's a perfect combo. Yeah, perfect combo. Everyone is happy and you help society. So what else do you want to do? You what get money and help want? society. Exactly, exactly. Well, but just, just okay, just the last question in this topic and then we switch it because, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it is what it is. Uh, but also the other guys, the rich guys, they are super, super rich, right? They, are, they have yeah. an amazing quality lifestyle. They, they have everything. It's, it's kind of, it's not balanced at all because in Europe things are balanced and in Mexico, those guys uh, have a super high quality life, right? Yeah, since you have people that can pay a lot for, for a lot of things, you, you, you get this luxurious part of, of Mexico that it's really, really like, uh, it pops out, you know, because you're traveling around the Mex Mexico City and then you get to, for example, Santa Fe, that is one of the richest part of Mexico City. And man, it's like Europe, for sure it's like Europe, it's like buildings, and business centers and you know and parks beautiful parks i had another topic that i wanted to talk with you well tulum party how it no. is <laughs> how no. it is to party to party there in mexico i Man. saw such a nice parties there bro i really <laughs> want to go there well, we are Latins, you know, since we're Latins, man, we have that hot blood inside our veins. So, oh, yeah. reggaeton, you know, salsa, cumbia, all of that just get into your veins and then you just while let it go, you know? Glad for, for tequila. <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, you are drinking tequila. So, it's imagine the party, you know, beautiful girls with amazing, with amazing, believe me, believe me, you are, believe me, man, we have, in 2014 or something Bro, like that, we have Miss Universe, Miss Universe was yeah, a Mexican. It's, one doesn't, I mean, one doesn't represent the all universe. No, for sure, but like the Mexican thing that, girls, they don't look like Latin girls, they look like, I don't know, they just don't look like Latin girls, I think. Right. And I won't. I won't discuss this topic because well, we have. We you have to come here to Mexico to see it for yourself. I but will. Imagine, I will. Beautiful girls with tequila, with amazing beaches and amazing places and amazing music, with with that service of like people, you know, like hospitality that Mexicans offer to the people. That is really characteristic about our culture. That we are really hospitality. That's the something that I really appreciate in the, in the culture, and hospitality. Imagine, and imagine Mexicans, when we go to a restaurant, we say like, thank you, like a hundred times. They get to your food, when they give you your food, thank you. When they get uh, your order, thank you. When you are for a glass of water, thank you. Like we say thank you for everything. And that's- yeah, and, and, and that's really, not, I think it's not only about like, just the fact you say thank you a lot. It's also about like how they talk to you. They talk to you with such a um, harm uh, spirit. You yeah, know? 
Yeah, I say the, the thank you part because imagine that like flow of energy, you know? Yeah. The, the waiter saying thank you and then you say thank you and then you become friends and then, you know, it's amazing. And then you are, yeah, and then you are best friends forever and man, that's Mexico. Bro, I'm, yeah, that's, that's super important and definitely one of the things that I most or uh, that I, one of the top things that I like more in the, in the countries and culture when I, I visit them are the people and the people really influ influence um, your experience in the country, let's say. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, it, it does. So, okay, so um, one more thing, I, I really need to ask you this. You know, like people, people watch Netflix and, and so on. <laughs> Don't <laughs> so, say Narcos. Yeah, okay, so what are your comments about uh, the series Narcos? Well, we have, uh, I don't know about the, the series because, you know, it has, it's a movie, well, it's, it's fiction and you have to sell, you know? So don't be, first, first thing, don't believe everything you just see in television or in Netflix. But narcos are a reality in our country. Narcos are a part of our economy, actually. And the thing is... The can, you, can you develop more that part about the economy and narcos together? Ah, uh, sure, man. Narcos gain money out of, of dealing drugs. And they love luxurious part and they love to waste money. So they input a lot of, of, of cash into the economy. So that's why it's a big part of that. And also because it's, it's that big that makes an impact in, an, in, an, in the economy. Because Mexican has this dark economy that it's not show for sure in the in the in the gross in the gdp mm -hmm. but there is it, it exists you know so it's impossible to measure because you need the narcos financial statements and you won't get those no for sure not. <laughs> <laughs> but there are research and estimations about this dark economy and just you can see the impact of, of those do you know how much are we talking about you have an idea? i don't have the numbers but it's a pretty big, right. uh, like invisible, okay. it's like 30% or something right. like that. So, okay, so as a Mexican that lives in Mexico City, how do you see that kind of activity in, uh, going on in your country? Well, in Mexico, in Mexico City, it's nothing. It's like in, in, about narcos, about narcos specifically, the, it's almost non-exist because imagine okay drug dealing it's a market you know it doesn't matter if it is good or bad well for sure it's bad i think so i would say so i'm no for sure it's bad but the thing for is, some people they really they appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> no yeah but for sure it's a bad thing but that's what i meant is that it's not relevant because at the end it's a market and it behaves like a market right so the thing is that because it's not it's a non-regulated market instead of suing the competition you just kill the competition you know so man that's, Bro, that's I don't think it's not funny huh? this is not no it's not it's not funny at all but not that's the way it is you know and the thing is that oh, oh for sure they kill the competition but they kill themselves you know they don't 
involve other people. Yeah, because in, in with Pablo Pablo Escobar in Colombia, they, they, they were a lot of deaths and, and, yeah. and so on. So, but that doesn't yeah, happen no, when, in Mexico. When things, when things get big, it's it's yeah impossible to not have collateral damage, you know. Sure. But what I what I what I was saying is that you need that like trade part. It's not in in Mexico City. In Mexico City is where they live and where their families live, but it's not where they trade, you know. So Mexico City, in terms of narco trafficking, is really safe. All like that's, that's good. Yeah, yeah. The, I don't hear a lot of of killings in Mexico City. They may be like dealing, you know, of drugs in clubs and all that. But as any other big city like New York or Madrid or Barcelona, you always will find drugs in a club. Yeah. But it's on a, it's not a massive trade of drugs. The the the, the shit happens in the northern part of 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 Mexico. In Coahuila, in Sinaloa, in Ciudad Juarez, and in El Paso. Like by, in by, by the way, in, in that part of Mexico, a few, like I think it was one week ago, uh, the Mexico City authorities just, um, or Mexico authorities, police for everyone to call it, I'm not sure, um, just find out like some, uh, like I'm not sure about exactly the quantity, but uh, some tones of um, drugs. Mm -hmm with yeah. um, Portuguese, my Portuguese football team logo on it. <laughs> so I don't know why that logo was there, but yeah. it was in the news. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's really common. Well, I will ask you just one last thing. Give me a top three places to, to be tourists uh, in Mexico. To be touristic and uh, to, 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 to visit in Mexico. Yeah, top three. Well, I would say Chiapas. Chiapas is amazing. You, have, you will find a lot of things there. And it's like a rainforest and you have a beautiful waterfalls and all that. Mm -hmm. Then I would say Oaxaca, Sayulita is the other part. It's in the other part of Mexico. You will find the amazing, amazing, um, amazing food. You will find amazing chocolate. You will find exotic uh, food also you will find amazing beaches like Huatulco um, and the third place I would say I would say um, Baja California that is in the top and what Baja, is it? Baja California there is a place that is called Los Cabos mm -hmm. and in the coast of Los Cabos that is like the tail the top tail in the northern part and there is where the blue whale arrives in certain parts of the season that travels from Australia, travels from Australia to Mexico every year. Every and year. You, see, you see those whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see those whales, and they they like um, make like they mate there, you know. So they are, cool. it's a really big thing. Cool, cool. So you can you can see it. Well, Tona, it was a pleasure to, to have you here uh, and uh, learn, yeah, learn so, so many things about Mexico. Thank you. Thank you for your inputs. They were, uh, they were amazing. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you like it. I hope your, your audience like it. And 
don't forget to visit Mexico. It's it's amazing. I'm trying tequila. So you are advertising. Yeah, you yeah. gotta respect the tequila. That's a that's a thing, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I will uh, put your um, LinkedIn and Instagram in the description of the podcast. So um, if people have any doubts or want to talk to yeah, you, yeah, yeah. If you have any doubts or someone has any doubts, just contact me in LinkedIn or in Instagram or whatever, and I can I can send you some like places to go or recommendations or business uh, tips maybe. Perfect. Bro, thank you. Thank you for um, being able to, to do this with me. You are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. See ya. Thank you, brother. Yeah, take care. Let's spread the world, but you have to stay home. Listen this show about things you might not know. Badum, badum, badum. Badum, badum, bade, badum, 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 bade, badum, bade.